0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Flip Flop Guy podcast. I'm Andy Mokel, and I'll be your host. Our goal is to have epic conversations with people from all walks of life. There are no talking points that are off the table. It's going to get wild. We hope our guests inspire and motivate you to walk with purpose as we trudge the road of human existence. Enjoy the show. It's like a whole new system. Yeah. Usually, Usually it's just a... The lapel? Well yeah, just a little lapel mic and I went and uh did a podcast with Lucas Paw, who does rod and arrows. Okay. Rod and Arrow. He's a I wanna see he's a Montana native that's a California transplant, so he's in Cali now. Okay. But he had these fucking headsets and I have always been so Anti headset and like.
1: Well, these are nice. I mean, I was worried about like the wind noise and stuff, but these are these are pretty sweet.
0: Yeah, these are pr- these are pretty dope. Yeah. And I, I've always just like made fun of people that use headsets and microphones when yeah. they're doing podcasts and interviews and. I fucking did it, and I was like, actually, this <laughs> makes a difference. So I understand it. Yeah. You know, and and converted. Converted over, and hopefully. Hopefully, it's a well-worth investment, you Yeah. Know? But how are you doing, man? How was the drive down today? Drive down? I mean, people are starting to come out, you know? Is there more traffic? There's more traffic, Isn't yeah. Isn't that shitty? Yeah, I know.
1: I'm like, oh, I liked it the old way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I was getting used to this uh, shelter in place, you know? Not having to worry about it anything? makes it easy to get around, you know?
0: Oh, man. I was, uh, I mean, everywhere I've been driving, but... My most memorable drive during this whole coronavirus shit, I was coming from my house down to the Jack Ranch for the cowboy, the horseback pig hunts that Kiko's doing. Uh And I left here Friday morning at like 6.30 a.m. And I was at the Jack Ranch by 9.45 a.m., took me three hours and i took 880 and anybody who knows the bay area and knows the bay area traffic especially on a friday morning you do not go on 880 yeah you know what i mean like just the 880 corridor itself you're looking at like two hours from traffic you know and and just
1: blew right through it dude
0: i had i left i got on highway 101 here and I set the cruise control at 80, and I didn't take it off 80 until I hit Paso Robles.
1: <laughs> Fucking cruising. Just hammered down.
0: Yeah. It was so good. Yeah, I know.
1: I was, I'm usually the guy that's 15 minutes late to work, and I've been 15 minutes early. It throws me <laughs>
0: off. <laughs> oh, shit, i got to get a new time to leave now. Yeah. yeah. All, I can leave a half uh, an hour uh, later. Yep. Yeah. How funny.
1: It's the worst, though, for me.
0: <laughs> what do you do for work?
1: I'm a concrete dispatcher.
0: Oh really? Yeah. So I'm gonna need some concrete here pretty soon. All right, let me know. I got to do my driveway and a, and a and a barbecue patio that I'm gonna build. Probably I, need like two trucks.
1: I know. I know the people.
0: Hell yes, yeah. I'm down for that. Yeah. And where's that? Is that in Santa Rosa? Yeah,
1: just by the airport. Yeah. Oh, okay. So pretty convenient location.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a big rock yard up there.
1: There's a couple of different. There's a couple of plants around there. You yeah. know, it's just every it's industrial and everybody's close by. Do they and
0: recycle concrete up there?
1: Some people. I mean, a lot of that stuff's left from leftovers from the fires.
0: You oh, know, okay. Because I'm about to have a bunch. Yeah. That I need to get rid of. <laughs> yeah, so, Yard like, sale on concrete. Yeah. I thought I'd be really clever. I put an ad on Craigslist the other day for free concrete, broken concrete. You know. Yeah. And I I did a good write up about building retaining walls and. Garden walls, yeah. or, you know, whatever, and nobody, nobody, five wanted. years ago, maybe, but now yeah. everybody has. Everybody's broken like, concrete. fuck you, yeah. you're broken concrete. Yeah, they
1: just, you know, there's a whole neighborhood they ripped apart. So, <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah,
0: everyone's got their fill.
1: Yeah, now they pay you to, you got to pay them to take it, yeah. you know. So,
0: it's a bummer, man.
1: It's the game,
0: right? So, where'd you grow up at? Why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Uh, my name's Ryan Duncan. I grew up here Sonoma County sebastopol santa rosa mm-hmm. for the most part you know really sebastopol until like
0: west county yeah
1: west county what's yep huh. um <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um yeah just uh you know until i started going to college i was sebastopol and then santa rosa a little bit then i went to chico and how long have you been in hunting i didn't really start hunting until my 30s really yeah so
0: you're looking at like 15 years
1: like being probably even like a solid 10 really it, yeah it was like it was something I always wanted to do, um, you know. I mean, I've always kind of liked it. My dad took us fishing and stuff like that, but my dad kind of grew up on the whole, whole Disney movie thing, you know, so, you know, not killing animals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, uh, you know, he was in the Army at the time of Vietnam and stuff, so he never went to Vietnam, but he got out not having to do that, and he wasn't just like, ah, you know, I got my freebie. I'm not taking lives if I don't need to, you know, whether, yeah. you know, it's so – and then we had our, you know, we had a place in Sebastopol where deer would always come in. And my dad would always tell me like, cause he raised, you know, we always had a couple of beef cows. So our freezer was always full. So it was one of those things he just, he was never anti-hunting, but like, I I don't want to be greedy, you know, like yeah. he already got the meat, you know, so, but he would trade that for, you know, for abalone and deer steaks and stuff like that. sometimes. abalone so good, <laughs> yeah, you know, so we can't do that now anymore. Dude, but, I
0: miss it so much. But yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> much.
1: Thinking, and I was just thinking about that. Oh man, that'd be nice to have right now. Um, but yeah, so I didn't really. So it wasn't like my f- and my grandpa was just too old to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, so it wasn't like. So is your
0: family from Sonoma County for a couple generations, or?
1: Uh, all second generations. All my grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, were born somewhere else. Okay, you know, but all my my parents. I mean, like my mom was born in Berkeley, but my you know they moved here when she was three, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. But my dad was born in Memorial Hospital or mm-hmm. it was community back then, you know, but like, yeah, they were born, like, you know, and all raised here um, just about, you know, since yeah. day one. Um, so, you know, my grandpa, he was, like, to kind of too old, and, like, and he just kind of did the hunting because I was he wasn't, like, a passion, but, you know, he worked on the dairies, and everybody went deer hunting at the same time, you know, just yeah. A-zone stuff, you know, here or Lake County, you know, And, and but, like, by the time you know, I was just he was too old for that stuff and I just you know, I was so I never was steered against it, I just never had anybody to take me and then so when I was uh you know, I reconnected with a good buddy of mine, Tori, um, you know, I knew him, you know, from since junior high on, but after high school, you know, everybody kinda separates, goes their own way. Right. We, you know, got together, we were working together, hanging out and then so, you know, I always wanted to go pig hunting and um so, you know, he wanted, to you know, come and, you know, I got my you know I, mean, I was getting ready for it you know i bought a 30 30 from a guy even though i had no place to hunt you know had my license he had my tag so somebody, somebody asked me i'm yeah. ready you know and so you know he asked me he brought me along and then yeah he got me my first pig with his dogs you know and it just you know really just bitten. is
0: that kind of how you got introduced into dogs
1: yeah like that's what it was you know he took me you know and then i just kept going with him going with him well you ought to get your own dog you know and then I'd get one and mm-hmm. then I got a place where I have more land, I get another one and another one, you know, and yeah, these dogs are addicting, you know. And so yeah, that's how I did just kinda snowballed, you know. Did you
0: ever run your dogs on bears or has it always just been for pigs? Always
1: been for pigs. Yeah. Always been for pigs. I mean, I I mean it's I started hunting running my dogs just in, you know, Northern California. I mean really just, you know, that West County Casadero, you know, maybe Hillsburg and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and I mean, you're not going to come across too many bears anyways. Yeah. I mean, I think one time I was hunting a Napa, we might have bumped one, you know, because the bark was weird. And we saw tracks, so I'm sure
0: she, Something happened. she
1: wasn't trashing, but she probably just came around a corner and, hey, that's not a pig, you know. Yeah, yeah so they're, I wouldn't want my dogs on bears. They're, <laughs> well, because they go in there and grab, and they're used to an animal going in and grabbing that just the face is a dangerous spot. They don't have these arms that are going to swing at them. So I just, they just don't know they don't know about that i just rather them yeah.
0: stick g- to pigs
1: leave the bears alone you yeah. know i mean <laughs> you can't do it now either anyways so i just you know you know up and humble where we hunt there well, we've seen tracks and stuff like that but mm-hmm. i just try to avoid that all and yeah. stay out of trouble
0: yeah so you're you're fairly new to hunting we're going back in time yeah you're fairly new to hunting and You kind of want to get into it and you're kind of building up and you're kind of getting all your your gear aligned and ready so that when some the opportunity does present itself so what was that like for you because i know a lot more these days than you know 10 15 years ago there's more and more people getting involved in hunting you know and and you had mentioned you know it was a a buddy that you had known Mm -hmm. um from high school so what was that journey kind of like for you as far as like trying to figure out like god am i ever gonna go or did you ever try to find public land that you could go hunt or was that kind of like a little bit too daunting of a task because there's like i mean anybody getting into hunting knows how daunting of a task it is to try and find a spot to go hunt
1: well like no i wasn't i wasn't diving into the public land like just because i just knew that there was a lot of spots like like we talked about you know earlier like a i was at like out in the casadero area there's a lot of spots that had pigs so mm-hmm. it was just kind of networking with people you know and just hey let me tag along you know and so i was just wanted to be ready for the opportunity yeah and then my buddy Tori brought me along and then you know it was just one of those things a lot of guys would say no ryan would always say yes mm-hmm. so i just got to go more and got to go more you uh-huh. know and then i got better at it and you know i made all my plenty of you know greenhorn rookie mistakes we all do i still make them man. yeah i mean yeah Every. Now i and mean again.
0: when i was guiding this year for kika jake could tell you a million mistakes i made yeah any day of the week man so that's like that's a given dude yeah. it's you know we got to stay malleable we got to stay teachable you know
1: yeah so i just you know like i mean my buddy would tell me his stuff you know but i would still i'd buy the magazines i'd read online you know mm-hmm. i just just hunting forums yeah just you know just soaking in you know as much as you can i mean get no points for being ignorant you know i mean listen to what you can and take for women like uh, you know somebody could tell you something yeah i'm not going to do that yeah but listen to it at least you know
0: and well that's that's actually a really good concept too you know yeah take what works and leave the rest yeah you know i mean so many people like to share so much information myself included i share tons of information and the biggest thing i hope is like people don't have to take everything I say as, as anything, yeah. you yeah. know, stuff that doesn't work for them. Like, don't do it. Yeah. Don't waste your time.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. You I mean, know? And, and it's like every area is different, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, you could be lights out this one place doing it this way, but it doesn't work where I, you know, hunt, you know, yeah. and it's, you know, it's like you said, yeah, you just got to be dynamic, you know, you mm-hmm. got to keep changing or
0: mm-hmm.
1: up the success rate, you know, for sure. Yeah.
0: More days in the field. Yeah. 100 percent so how long or not how long but um what has it been like so and we'll we'll go back to pig hunting a little bit um but what what has it been like for as far as getting into deer hunting for you
1: deer hunting was just like it was i mean pig like me like everybody i think wants to start with pigs a lot of people you know Mm -hmm. they're one at that time they're more accessible there's more of them you can there's more opportunities to hunt them oh yeah for all year round
0: 365
1: and then with you know but then you know people like you know it's just one of those things oh i don't want to shoot a deer but a, i'll shoot a pig you know but like
0: it's like a gateway drug yeah exactly everybody that's like oh dude try oh, do i want to say that yeah dude try acid like no man that's like way too scary i can't do that yeah. oh have you smoked pot yeah yeah I smoke pot oh dude it's just like smoking pot exactly. but better you know and like anybody who likes to smoke pot is be like damn, smoking pot, but better. Yeah, I'll try it. You know, I'm not saying for anybody to go do this yeah. shit, but yeah. same thing with pigs. Dude. Thing with Once you try pigs and you get hooked on hunting, then it's like, oh, have you, have you done big game? Have you yeah. have you hunted deer or elk? You should yeah. try it.
1: Yeah, and everybody likes eating, you know, pig and stuff like that. So there's nobody, there's nobody knocking on you at first, you know, like, yeah. oh, you shouldn't do that. And so, but then, yeah, with the deer, I just, you know, we had some places we were allowed to pig hunt, and then, hey, can we... Sh- try to shoot a buck yeah like go ahead you know and so that was just like it was the thing you did to do for that six weeks you know mm-hmm. I mean because you can't do the dogs then anyways you know and so I would just do that and I mean you know it was just that was a process you know but like where I <laughs> you know I struck out for a couple of years and yeah. then you know between luck and being ready you know I mean i I'll, I'll
0: Ninety percent <laughs> luck and ten percent ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean I mean that's how I feel about yeah. my success.
1: Yeah. I mean like my 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 all the deer I've shot, I mean, they're they're all like right place at the right time, being <laughs> ready, you know going with my hunches but still like i mean like looking
0: for what's bucky as (laughs) todd
1: would say (laughs) just just, now they just walk out in front of me for a while you know (laughs) (laughs) Like i got you know a couple times i got real lucky you know does could have busted me i just standing still you know and i mean and just you know and i think
0: and this is a zone blacktail
1: sonoma county yeah you know just you know and i mean my first buck i got Even then, I thought I didn't deserve it. Even though I struck out, you know, all those years before, just hiked my ass off and stuff. I mean, it was just, it looks like, I mean, even though it's a different species, it looks like the deer on the the Meister bottle. It's just like perfect, (laughs) you know, and just like, you know, people had seen it. Like, oh, you know, Ryan got that one, you know, and even the taxidermist thought it was great, you know. What
0: taxidermist do you use in Forest Farnsworth. Forest is such a cool dude. Yeah, Forrest. I love his shop too. Yeah,
1: Forrest is great. You know, I've Um, been
0: going to him for, oh, I don't know, maybe eight years or something like that, and he's just like. Every time I go there, he is hands down the nicest guy on the planet, and he's so funny too. Oh, he
1: always bitches at me. Really? What's he <laughs> bitching at you for? Because my doing? dogs chew up the ears on the boards. I'm all, I can't be there that fast. I mean, yeah. He's like, you need this. <laughs> what am I gonna do? I'll pay you extra to stitch the ears for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's always it just gives me hell. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I know he's always taking care of me. You know, so it's just like um.
0: Yeah, International Big Game Studios. Yeah, yeah. I was in whole, Sebastopol, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. yeah. So he's. Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, he's a friend. He's great. You know, I love going in there. I'll go in there when I don't have anything. Yeah. You know, go so. look
0: at what's come in. Yeah. He's always got like a really interesting lineup, whether it be like caribou or stuff from africa or
1: cape buffalo getting cleaned (laughs) and stuff like that whose javelina was this i don't
0: know you know yeah or like he'll have like monster sonora bucks yeah i've been in there a couple times and seen some bucks from sonora and just been like what the fuck forest Uh, yeah just like yeah some cool stuff and then there's chickens yeah and the peacocks everywhere Yeah, (laughs) don't run them over when you leave no might get shot yeah 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 man that's so cool dude i haven't been up there i didn't go up there this year
1: yeah he's still staying busy you i know? bet yeah he just told me like like we've talked he's, he said the last time i was in there you know i'm not getting as many pigs as he used to because yeah i used to have to wait a long time to get my pig done and mm-hmm. now it's 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 a lot quicker you know just people just aren't bringing them in i think well i know?
0: feel like there's just not a lot less pigs being killed especially in sonoma i don't know about mendo but sonoma county
1: I mean there's still the hot spots you know like the cloverdale like just li- anything around like sonoma yeah. you know and stuff um, yeah and mindo i mean i think everybody's the same you maybe a little bit better but like we had a spot in yorkville that we used to light them up but really then it kind of dwindled down a little bit too so it's just if you have a piece of property you got to kind of manage it but you can't control what the neighbors do either you know yeah so it's just some
0: neighbors get wild out there yeah yeah
1: you know like really wild oh yeah (laughs) they're pigs i think it's just going to be endless but not necessarily right
0: well i and i feel like lake sonoma did a major trapping a couple years back yeah they did like a major trapping yeah uh, down by the dam if i remember correctly i think it was
1: but they're still selling the archery passes Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. how's that work I don't know. Yeah, it's just like, come buy this, but you don't have a chance to get a pig. <laughs> there you know?
0: are many pigs left. No, but you know, give it two more years, and maybe the population will come back. Yeah,
1: you yeah. Know, it's the like, ebb
0: and flow, right?
1: Yeah, that trapping though does put a put a hammer on it more than anything.
0: Oh yeah, especially when they're killing, you know, yeah, 10, 15 pigs a day or something like that.
1: Well, that's what happened, I think, in Cas. Is they, a couple land preserves. They just trap, trap, trapped, and yeah. so where are they would feed the private. areas Mm -hmm. they're not they're not doing it anymore. I know uh again this isn't this is just hearsay somebody told me but that Jenner Headlands Mm -hmm. they trapped over four hundred one year. Yeah. Yeah the population's not gonna bounce back if you do that. No, that's a lot of pigs. I mean that's you know, so it's just I mean they'll make their way back eventually. But I mean
0: (laughs) dude and I've seen I've seen circumstances when when people have killed pigs and You could open a big sow, and she's packing, you know, seven or nine piglets in her. Yeah. You know, unborn, obviously. And uh, you're like, oh, okay, so that's like eight or ten pigs that you just took out, yeah. not just one pig.
1: I mean, but it's one of those things, like, you know, we've hunted places where landowners get rid of everything. Mm-hmm. So you can't necessarily, like, pass on these things, yeah. you know. So it's just one and a half dozen or the other. Like, the landowners yeah. are happy, but you know that. You know, there's resources going away.
0: Yeah, we want all the pigtails.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, and that's just like, you know, a couple different ranches I've done there. They're just, you know, you're here to shoot them, shoot them all, you yeah. know. So.
0: every single pig you see. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, they're d- super destructive. Yeah. You know, and uh, when you're afforded the opportunity from someone who has land yeah. to go in and, and, and hunt pigs, um, you know, when they have that debt permit and they're just like, kill every pig that you see, Yeah. you know, like that is essentially it's, it's the job, yeah. right? That's, yeah.
1: that's why you're there. Then
0: at the point, that's what we're there for. It's not for just going in and taking out one boar or, you know, one pig at a time. It's like go in and shoot every single pig you see period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then if you don't do it, someone else is going to fill your spot and do it for you. Yeah. You know, and that's just, I mean, that's my experience with, with oh, all yeah. of it. And that's just the way the cookie crumbles, man. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just like, you know, if you can't come up that weekend, but they're destroying their lawn. And someone
0: else wants to, you better believe yeah. that they're going to get to go. Yeah, they're going to
1: go, Oh, you know, yeah. you can't go. I
0: just paid $7,000 on some of these properties. I just paid $7,000 for landscape. I'm not going to let my seven grand go to waste. Yeah, exactly. You it's- know or more if you get into the vineyards oh
1: yeah. oh yeah the vineyards and stuff yeah i mean that's what grapes go for a ton you know and if yeah. those things are hammering them at night the vineyard gigs are fun when you right g- when you can get those yeah um but it's just you know now that they've got everything a lot of these things, places are fenced up pretty tight so that's helping you know because yeah. they've lost that lot that cost a lot of money you know yeah. i mean we don't look at it like that's a big deal but those guys where well, that's their livelihood
0: well i mean that's god it. some places you go and you talk to people and, and they tell you the price on just a barbed wire fence yeah you know and it's like wow a barbed wire fence is expensive imagine these like pig proof fences what'd you call it the raptor like fence i think velociraptor the velociraptor cages, like, yeah, cages. It's like, it's yeah. like, dude that's fucking like those are not cheap yeah, by any means. No, and pigs can still get around them sometimes. They will eventually. Yeah, uh,
1: you know, if they want to, yeah, they they'll find a way. Yeah, ruthless
0: creatures. Yeah, <laughs> a smart and tenacious. Super, super gnarly. So, how long have you had dogs for?
1: Um, like yeah, close to close to eight, nine years.
0: Really? Yeah. And so you went on your first couple pig hunts and your buddy had dogs and you were like, I got to get, I got to get dogs.
1: No, he talked me into it. Oh, he did? Yeah. He was like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. And he's like, you know, he, he, it was like, you need to get your dog. Maybe, maybe, you know, and I just had my old lab at home, you know, and Mm -hmm. stuff. And, and I just finally like, ah, buddy has a puppy. You should try to get one of these. And all right, I'll get one, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I had it, you know, he'd run behind his dogs and then when i moved to a bigger piece of property that had i mean there's pigs everywhere you know i was like okay well he, i can't do it with just one dog so and then i get another one and then oh i'm gonna get this pup and then all of a sudden i had four hog dogs and two of them didn't work so i have to shuffle that around and you know but yeah then it just starts the process you know yeah but really they just like i mean that hunting with dogs has ruined me in all forms of hunting like i can't sit still when i shoot like deer hunting like i have to walk i have to walk or (laughs) i I, you know i have some friends that they take us they we go opening weekend and uh labor day weekend a lot of times i'm in a stand i'll be the first to admit sometimes i fall asleep in that stand you know because it's just like i'm like all right something happened you know i mean yeah what was it the first time they took me and I heard, I knew it wasn't, I knew that wasn't deer and I knew it wasn't dogs. Well, that's, those are pigs. Yeah. And sure, I could see these pigs coming on the ridge and I cracked one in the head, you know, and I, you know, we usually say the pigs for the kids. I'm well, sorry, I can't help myself, you know, I mean, have to get in there and at it, but like, yeah, like I just, with the dogs, it's, it's an addicting thing, you know, it's, there are sometimes like, you have to be a crazy person to have hog dogs or, you know, uh-huh. it, it's just... They're a headache, you know. But when Is it a lot
0: of work? Oh, so much work. Like maintenance constantly training, everything.
1: It's I mean I get I mean I get super offended, downright mad when people say hunting with dogs is easy. No Mm -hmm. no, it's not. I mean, maybe the you know, sometimes they find stuff easier than you and I did, but
0: it's still there's a lot uh, of labor that goes into dogs that's not in the field. It's
1: every day. Yeah. It's every day, yeah. whether you're having a good day or a bad day, whether you're going on vacation or not. It's it's every day. You yeah. know, you know, I mean, it's I'm lucky to live in a big place, you know, where it's not a big deal. But I've had problems with neighbors because of parking, you know, I mean, they figure out how to bark through their bark collars. you know, they're just really. Yeah, they're just
0: stubborn, stubborn <laughs> to <laughs> no end.
1: And, you know, I mean, it just, that did, I,
0: so do each of your dogs have different personalities and how they treat you?
1: yeah kind of i mean like uh-huh. you know i mean you know every dog's a little different like like my female my lead strike dog you know like i always say like she'll die for me where my dog will you use my catch dog we're gonna die together you know kind of like thing. so you know now it's
0: you said a strike dog and a catch dog so yeah. what is a strike dog
1: a strike dog it's a dog you know she goes out and finds him. Mm-hmm. and catch dog shuts him down okay you know so like like so you know our uh you know, our pig spot that we, we you, know, you and I have gone to, you know, yeah. I I usually just have my strike dog, Annabelle, out. And I have a little McNab that he's learning and he's out with her. But a lot of times, since he's young, he's checking back and forth in with me, you know. But my catch dog, Willie, he's on a leash with me until I hear her bark. I don't let him lose. And
0: she doesn't bark until she's going, she until it's bark, game until
1: on. She, she doesn't bark until she sees a pig. Really? Where there's other types of dogs that'll be open on like the open on track, you know, when they smell the pig and they start barking, but with hogs, you don't usually want that. People don't want that usually, um, Mm -hmm. you know, so she is only barking when she, uh, sees a pig, you know, Uh and it's really a distinctive bark. Like I can tell when she's barking at a deer or barking, you know, when she, and she knows not, she's not supposed to bark at deer, but sometimes she still does, but I can tell it, I can tell the difference. You know, like I was saying, like, when she bumped a bear that one time, I'm pretty sure that was a completely different bark. I mean, she's loud. She'll bark loud at home. But when she sees a pig, it's just a little diaphragm yip. You know, you, she sounds like a little chihuahua almost. Just say yip, yip, yip. And me and my, my buddies that hunt with me regularly, they know, okay. Unleash it, the it, hounds. It, yeah, it's, it's a it's – a, but she's on a pig, you know. Yeah. So it's – um, yeah, there's – you know, everybody does hunts different styles and stuff like that. Um a lot of guys that use hounds for hog hunting i don't like all mine are like cur mixed or cur cow dog um because a lot of the places that i've hunted at historically have been smaller places mm-hmm. you know you know the five or six hundred acres everybody thinks that's massive but with the dogs you're going to meet the neighbors really fast you know yeah. so it's just i like my stuff you know there's a lot of guys that like their dogs go out a couple miles i'm happy with the five six hundred yards Yeah, you know it upsets me. I look at my GPS because the GPS will switch from yards to miles after like three quarters of a mile. Oh, and I'm really? like, oh, damn it. You know, when it goes to miles and stuff like that. Because, I mean, you've seen that country. That stuff's terrible, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you can't get a quad or a side-by-side or a pickup. Into 99% you
0: know? of it.
1: Yeah. So it's just like closer the better, you know. <laughs> and, For sure. And, again, they're not, you know they're not chasing a coon up a tree they're trained it's a dangerous animal so you got to get there fast you and know? then are
0: your dogs running with kevlar vests or anything like that so or? my
1: catch dog does uh-huh. and um it's you know i mean he's got like my catch dog probably runs around with close to six hundred dollars worth of equipment on him mm-hmm. just because the vest was like 250 mm-hmm. and the gps collar is 300 um the other dogs i just you know i kind of like I always see how they are, like, if, well, the, you know, whether a puppy, if they're really rough, they're really in there grabbing, okay, you're going to need to get vested. The other ones that sit back, you know, okay, you'll be fine without the vest. And, you know, there's always, you know, a pig always, there's always going to be a dog's number sometimes with a pig, but, you know, relatively I've been, you know, I've had some incidences, but I've been pretty lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, you know, lost a couple dogs and, you know, but otherwise my vet bills haven't been insane no yeah. well,
0: i mean i was talking to my buddy nate recently and he was telling me about like one of his dogs got his shoulder pretty much filleted or the armpit i guess filleted and and the arm was like or the arm the leg okay the front leg was just hanging on barely and he got it stitched up and everything was fine but like dude, that's gnarly man
1: well, you know, I, I have like a full. I mean, I I patched up my dogs. I got you know bootleg antibiotics. Like mm-hmm. you know, I've done like, I've done a in lot the field. with my buddies helping me. You know, learning from them and their ways. And you know, we all help each other. If one guy's out of this, you know, hey, I need help patching up. Yeah, I'll bring it over. You know, and stuff like that. You know, and there's a lot of stuff you can get a tractor supply, and you know, but you have to patch them up in the field. You know, I always have staple guns on hand. I have the iodine. You know, and. Mm-hmm different things to gauze. I'm just always keeping my bag full because you never know. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, um, and, you know, it's just, it's part of the game. You know, it's always in the back of your head, but, I mean. You,
0: you never know, know what's going to happen you next. Know.
1: Yeah, you never know. Is um, it going
0: to have three-inch cutters or no cutter? you know?
1: Yeah, you know, I mean, the the last big one I got into, I mean, it, it got me in the leg. Did it really? It, it picked up one of my dogs and shook him. Like Mike McNabb, it shook him. Like you'd see a dog shake a you know a chew toy, just shook really? him. I thought he was done. Um, uh, it s- split my, bu- it, it was just one of those pigs and knew how to fight, knew how to. He had been dogged before and learned from it, you know. Mm-hmm. And split my buddy's dog up. My main dog, my dog Willie, cut him a little bit, but it's uh, you know in the shoulder, and I lost my my old dog got killed. One of my old dogs got killed. You By know? a pig. Yeah, just right in the that main artery you know so and there's just like if you had a helicopter there's nothing you can do you know and it's it's terrible and it's like you know it makes you rethink it you know Mm -hmm. i mean but it's it's what we you know it's the game at the same time like i kind of look at it like i do everything i can for these dogs you know and if i mean if they get hit by a car it's my fault if we get hit by a pig that's you know it's kind of the risk we all run you know and um you know but I've been super fortunate with most of this stuff you know and I always just knock on wood that my time's coming you know but but I just do everything I can you know to protect them and you know I don't even if I know there's a pig like slightly in there like there might be a chance I I don't let them go without being vested without yeah. their, their, their GPS collars on and stuff like that because it's just the risk isn't worth the reward, you know, no pig is worth a dog's life, in, in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to sacrifice a dog for to get a pig, I mm-hmm. don't care, you know, it's not worth I'd rather it. leash him back up and go home, you know, so it's just...
0: What was that like for you when you walked up and realized that you're walking into a real fucked up situation?
1: It, it was, it, it's... I mean, it's yeah, got to be heavy. It, yeah, it was heavy, yeah, it yeah. was chaos, and, you know, it was, well, I mean, I saw this, you know, I was up above, the pig came down through the through the mans and getting the chemise and stuff. And I I almost for a second thought they were chasing a cow. I'm like, you know, we dogs know better. And I, cause I did just, it was, it was crashing through the brush just, and it was, you know, that terrain above like Sonoma. So just terrible stuff. And, you know, and it just, and it didn't have really big teeth. I mean, decent, like two, two and a half, but like not monsters, but just knew how to use them, you know, Mm -hmm. and just, well, the dog stopped them in like, basically like a bathtub, just like a, you know, basically like a hot tub size hole, you know, like just, and he just rolled, he just started, you know, and some dogs just know how to go with the flow. And like, you know, my Willie dog, he, he had him on the ear and just slid and, and it was spun with him, you know. And we shot it twice. Kind of some of the dogs kind of backed off. I got in the hole with it. <laughs> I'm not letting my, I, I told my buddy, stay out. I told my buddy, Stevie, stay out, stay out. And then I got in the hole and, <laughs> and, I, and, you know, I got that heart shot. But he he didn't die, you know. I mean, he was going to die, but he still had that last surge, and he spun. And I kicked him in the face a couple times, but he got me in the calf a little bit. No way. Yeah, that that was like, I went from you stay up there, get down here, you know. And you know he got, and he was like, he couldn't stand up anymore, but he was still slashing his head back and forth. And I shot him in the back, and you know that was that, you know. And then we, you know, but it's just, I mean got to get in there your dogs are in there you got to get in there you mm-hmm. know and stuff and it was just i mean i should have took this shot a little bit from a higher, you know but it's just like i was worried about ricochet it was just sometimes that adrenaline is so up so high that you always just get in the shit get in it yeah i mean i get lectures all the time about like why are you hunting without it with was just a pistol and not a rifle and yeah i think i need to just get that keep that 30 <laughs> because i was always you know there's more than one person has told me like yeah even if you don't shoot it it's a stick to push the thing away you know it's you know an extra two and a half feet extra two and a half feet and that'll you know i mean i've seen old timers that got their 30 30 stock together with electrical tape because they smashed one in the head with it you know i mean but no way rather the gun than you you yeah. know or the dog you yeah. know and so that's like all right
0: well like, and their cutters are cutting through anything
1: yeah you know and uh, so those kevlar vests are i mean it's you know i i i was thought about it when i was on my way here and i just made me mad like i should have brought it just to show you like i had to send three of them but i sent them back to get fixed you know and they fix them for free just like the damage they done but your vest is getting tore up but your dog isn't so mm-hmm. it's you know it's what's yeah, more important yeah it's i mean like um i'll have these leg flaps to, you know, and they, they you know, people say, oh, I don't like leg flaps because they get ripped off. Well, it's better than hitting your dog, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I got a spare. I got backup vests and stuff like that. And, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, these dogs are a lot of time and money. I mean, you just take that emotional part of, out of it, even though I always factor that in. I just don't want to lose my dog. So whatever gear they need, they get, mm-hmm. you
0: know. So it's just a,
1: it's a, it's a show
0: sometimes, Yeah, you know. now and you've never run dogs on deer before
1: yeah um you know and it's like i was telling you i get bored during deer season sitting and so uh-huh. some guys push you know because basically we just sit along the ridge tops you know and you know what we say is stand is just your spot in the, in the ground yeah and i just you know well we need an extra dog such to bring his dog well uh, my old dog who who got killed um She's notorious for chasing deer, so I'm going <laughs> to bring Sandy. Like she's, you know you know, I mean? And, you know, she did great. Like, I was, like, actually that weekend that I lost her, like, <laughs> at, the, at her pig spot, she was, I was getting mad at her because she kept chasing deer. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's a sweet old girl. Mom, I'm not going to scold you too bad. You're 10 years old. You're not changing who you are. And you know, but I'm like, oh, at least we're gonna have a good deer season. That's that's what I was totally thinking, you know, because mm-hmm. she she likes chasing those deer. oh, we we'll yeah. have, we'll have a good good deer season. But so I've done that a little bit just to kind of stay busy, you know. But with my hog dogs, I don't want them getting the habit of chasing deer. So I just like once they've shown that they like the pigs, uh, then they're I'm not gonna have them chase deer because it's not I'm gonna not gonna reinforce behavior I don't want, you yeah. know. Like there's like like my cow dog, I have my McNab. Um like I didn't necessarily break him chasing cows right at first because if he didn't work out a pig dog, maybe I can rehome him as a, you know, a cow he's dog. A cattle dog. And um but he uh you know, he's picked out a pig's good now, so you know, when he sees a cow he, you know, I give him a little zap and that usually stops things, you know. So he's he's already I mean, I only had to zap him two or three times and now he just stares and looks at cows. So he knows mm-hmm. what he's not supposed to do, you know, so Yeah, and keeps the ranchers happy and all that stuff.
0: So are you ever afraid that the state of California is going to take away your rights of uh, running dogs on pigs?
1: I am, but I I know the process. I mean, I know the pigs will probably be
0: last Mm -hmm.
1: because it's just like—
0: Deer on the chopping block this year. Deer
1: now. I mean, and I figured that's what would happen. They're going to go after the ones like, oh, these animals are cute. You know, bears are cute. Cats are cute. The deer, you know, I like deer. I don't want dogs to chase deer. I mean, that's just how they're doing it. Yeah. Um, fucking like
0: manipulation to the max, but
1: pigs, fortunately, like, you know, in the public eye and the media's eye, like they have a negative connotation. Like they're bad, they're, they're
0: expendable, they're,
1: they're, they're scary. They're not from here, you know? So I think that will be, I mean, I'm sure they're going to try, but I mean, we had to fight to get GPS, you know, um, you know, cause it was an unfair advantage. I just want to know where my dog is, you know? Um. But I, It's I mean. funny
0: when you put it like that because here these people are so concerned about animals' lives, and you're trying to put a GPS tracker on your animal so you know where it is. And this is a domestic animal that has been raised and around a family. Yeah. And they were fighting with you guys to not allow that to happen.
1: Yeah. Well, it was just like I um, mean because
0: know, they like, they were saying it was taking away from fair chase.
1: Was taken away from fair chase originally, like you know, and it, like you know, let you. Oh, I, I think it was, what's the argument? Like, it, I mean, because that's one of the things they're using for the deer, you know, that, like, it allows the hunters to just be sitting lazy and let, let the, the dogs run the deer into the ground, which is never the case. The dogs are just bumping the deer in
0: mm-hmm. front of
1: somebody. They're not running it until it's yeah, the, tired. The and,
0: dogs run the deer back to you pretty much.
1: Yeah, or, like, like how we've done it. Like, I mean, like, it's, it's a ridge. You know, you're sitting, and the dogs are just a little bit in front of the guys that are pushing the brush. I mean, and they just mm-hmm. bump them, and they bump them to you, you know? I mean, if you... A lot of times you'll, the deer will hold up, but even if you're walking by, I've done that, you know, just walk, hunting on foot for deer, walk by it twice before it bounces, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, and yeah, you know, the dogs, the deer thing, it's, it's, it's no, it's just another tool, you know, it doesn't kick up the su- success rate, anything major, but it's another tool and you should be allowed to use it. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, they'll go after the deer, they'll probably get it, you know, because a lot of times, and I see these hunters will say, well, i don't need a dog to hunt deer yeah it's fine you don't need a dog to hunt deer
0: a lot of people use dogs to hunt deer though man
1: but like a lot of the guys that just don't know about it say i don't need it and so they don't care where it is i don't
0: need a dog to hunt bears
1: you know but if and I now want, I look where we are yeah and if you want to i mean you should be allowed to you mm-hmm. know i mean it's nothing it's i mean it's been going on prehistory you know it's I mean, People have been using dogs for quite a, quite a while. I mean, I, I'm i a dork about all this dog stuff. I mean, I read books about how they think that that's how we overtook the Neanderthals when we first started domesticating dogs because we became so much successful hunters. Our brains got bigger because we had more protein. I mean, it's just, you know, they they see a correlation of, with when, when how much better we got once we had dogs, once we really. domesticated wolves, you know. They're, it's, really? Yeah, and it's just... I mean, cultures acro- across the globe. I mean, it's it's hardwired to us, you know. It's you know, and
0: and that that's going back thousands of years, about, like tens of thousands. Yeah, you know,
1: and, and you know, and so it.
0: So where do they think it was the first place that domesticated wolves? Or I, do you not know that? I,
1: I don't know that, but you know, they just talk about like you know one of the reasons. Like I, I just this book I read. Um, one of the reasons they thought, you know. The neanderthals that kind of faded is at the same time we domest- started domesticating wolves you mm-hmm. know they saw evidence you know and and it's just made
0: humans a m- way more successful hunter yeah you know well having more protein in our diet i'm sure and then then, then getting away ma- from a plant-based diet and for some reason we're yeah. going back to that i couldn't tell you <laughs> Yeah. what's up with that <laughs> retarded ass people
1: uh, I mean there's balance to everything but I mean yeah it's just like
0: he'll fade away with coronavirus yeah, yeah. kill them all <laughs> sorry Yeah, no I, I mean it's funny
1: when you go in the store and all, all, all the gluten flour is still uh, gluten free flour is still there but uh, the, the old <laughs> gold medal is gone <laughs> yeah right <laughs>
0: uh, I was talking to a friend oh. yesterday and uh, they're coming over for breakfast You know, and and I've been cooking a lot, yeah. Because there ain't fuck all to do right now. Gonna do, yeah. Cook or work on my goddamn house, you know. And can't work on my house too much without, you know, cooking meals. So, my friend's gonna come over tomorrow. I was like, "Is there anything you can't eat?" And they were like, "Yeah, I can't have anything with gluten in it." I was like, "You fucker," (laughs) you know. But like you came over today, you know. I was like, "You saw, you saw the cooking." Yeah. Cooking in its prime, you know. We had a good, we had a good rack of ribs. And what do you think of that thing? The the, the pit or the ribs? Both. Both. The ribs were great. The ribs were dry on the bottom, though. I they were a little. Yeah, but I'll still. Have, I mean, they were juicy, though. I mean, like I had fat I mean, running down my face yeah. for sure, I'm, like all stuck up in my mustache. But that
1: thing, like you know, t- you telling me about how it cooked and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's.
0: This is my amazing. first time cooking a rack of ribs on that. Yeah, so it was a learning curve.
1: Yeah, well those, you know, ribs are a little smaller and stuff. They cook a little faster. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but oh, I I thought they were good. I would yeah, I went back for seconds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good stuff.
0: Yeah, man. That barrel's pretty badass, that dude. Really nice. I really like it, man. I'm really enjoying the time I'm getting to spend with it and learning it, you know.
1: Yeah, you gotta just tinker, you yeah. know, and perfect it.
0: Right. As with hunting and everything else. Yeah.
1: It's just It's just all, all a process.
0: Yeah. It's funny, you know, I talk to buddies right now that are, like, not working. So all they're doing is hunting, you know, and they're finding new spots to go hunt and, like, all this crazy shit. So that's their form of tinkering. Yeah. Right?
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, like, like I told you, like, I think I had it or whatever the doctor said I didn't. But, like, you know, just I don't have my lungs. And it's driving me nuts because I'm, I'm working. But I'm off early every day. Yeah. And a lot of times I just load the dogs up when I go before I go to work and then go after and it's like, yeah. dude, this drives me nuts that I should be able to, you know, I just don't have the don't have the gas right now.
0: Yeah. You know, and we were talking about this earlier where I swore that I had it Yeah. in January. But now that I'm thinking about it, my buddy was over at a buddy's house the other day and he got an antibodies test. Mm-hmm to find out if he's even been exposed to it and he hasn't even been exposed to it so maybe i didn't have it and i almost
1: i almost want to get it so you're not walking around a tough guy like (laughs) i had it i can't get it now
0: oh (laughs) Oh, shit i got it decapitated (laughs) yeah
1: i got it all
0: right now i've got it for a month yeah yeah again right right man so that's cool dude it's it's interesting to cuz I I haven't I mean I talked a little bit with uh about dogs with Nate. Um and that was part of the reason why I wanted to talk to you, you know, was to yeah. hear a little bit more about the dog side of things. You know, and 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 what that's like for a lot of guys is the dog owners.
1: And I mean, I you got to like I don't know, like I don't have kids, but so I, but the only thing I can like kind of like you know compare it to is like you know i mean i you know when when you see like all the work you've done Mm -hmm. you know and like and then they do exactly perfect what they're supposed to do you know Mm -hmm. they they find that pig they trail that deer or whatever like that you know they you know and just you know just it's a pride that you know i i mean i i could just assume like a parent and their son or daughter graduating college or getting married or you know you know it's just something like it's just it's different you mm-hmm. know i mean it's you know and i get i get pumped when i shoot something with a rifle and maybe one day when i shoot something with a bow
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but um, much of an archer <laughs> no no <laughs> yeah no I, I hit rocks every do now do you and ever day. go
0: over to west coast i mean you're a sonoma I, county local I, so. bought, I bought arrows and stuff from yeah. them you yeah you need to go over there and buy a new matthews <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I said, I need to earn something with the cruiser. <laughs> I, uh, oh, that's right, we uh, were talking yeah, yeah, I'm about go this. Go shoot a skunk so or you, something. So you you yeah. have a bear
0: cruiser, bear cruiser, and you're super stubborn with it. I got the black one, just like Rambo. You um. <laughs> you got to keep that bow until I kill something. Until with it. you kill something exactly. with it,
1: exactly. And we'll start sniping jackrabbits or something. Um, hey, man,
0: deer season's, what, a month and a half away, yeah, two months and away. I'll be
1: hitting the trees behind them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, wait, wait. So you were telling me a story earlier about um, one of your experiences with archery hunting and, yeah. and getting up to a deer. Yeah. What happened?
1: Deer walked in front of me, and I started flinging. I just got Western. I mean, like, <laughs> everybody asked me, "Where did you range it? I don't even have a range finder. <laughs>
0: first recommendation, maybe get a range fighter. Well, I got one now. Um,
1: What kind of range fighter do you use? A Vortex. Nice. Yeah. um, What was it? Um, What was it? Oh, my brother... uh Hey, I was at Dad's and I found some boxes of our old Transformers. Can I sell them and I'll split the money? Yeah, and he took them to the comic shop and sold them. Hey, here's like 300 bucks. All right, I'm gonna go buy a rangefinder.
0: Wait, <laughs> like, so he got 600 dollars for Transformers? We got,
1: we had so many. And like, are you kidding? Yeah, we got six bills, what? dude. Um, Yeah, like, cause look, we had like, I don't know, our parents were buying them, like, oh, divorced parents are trying to outbuy the other or something like that. Yeah. But they're buying them when like we were like. 12, 13 years old, like what are we gonna do with this stuff? Yeah, you know? we weren't even using them. Yeah, we weren't we even using them. It's like me
0: with Playmobil growing up. You know? yeah. I Just had like endless supply of Playmobil. You
1: just don't use them and they're like, oh these things are quality, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I just went down, bought a rangefinder, and I
0: haven't seen a deer since. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that works. Yeah, huh? That's how it works, you know? Biggest the biggest three pointer I've ever seen in my life. I was up hunting where I hunt in the Sierras and I'm cruising along and you know, thirty yards. Here's this just monster fork and horn, and like my ideal dream three by three. You know, nice two and a half inch eye guards. Yeah, they're fifty yards maybe. And earlier that morning, um, we had been driving down a logging drag, and there was a forked horn off the road, and it was an active logging drag. You know, they were logging a couple miles down from where we were. I jumped out of the truck and went to go put a sneak on it, and it ended up running off. But I never realized that I had unleashed my rangefinder when I was in the truck, so it was on my lap. So when I jumped out of the truck, my rangefinder fell out of my lap and on the side of the road. Well, driving to go on my next hunt later that afternoon found my rangefinder, Flattened, which actually, you know what? And I'll do a shameless plug for Leopold on this. I sent Flattened, run over rangefinder to Leopold. They replaced it, no questions asked. Oh, that's cool. Wonderful company. Yeah. So, anyways, I drive to my next hunt, and I'm, you know, 40 minutes into hiking on that next hunt, and here is my dream three by three, and I go to grab my rangefinder and realize that. I don't have it, and end up doing exactly what you're talking about, just sending it. Just send it. And fucking up every <laughs> single shot that I send. Oh, so this buck walks out in front of you, and you start sending arrows. You're hitting high. You're hitting low. I hit above its back, and it just stopped and looked at me.
1: I hit just below it. I think I might have nicked it in the leg. I know I nicked it in the leg. Um, and then it kinda just curled. it was just a draw, it curled around, stopped and looked at me again. <laughs> oh my god, it slowed down and just missed it. I mean like I mean really and every time I missed it I could watch the arrow it was like a half an inch. Like I mean if it just uh just a little bit down they're all fatal shots, you know, but uh-huh. just barely, you know, and and uh yeah, he just trotted on off. I was out of arrows and
0: just you did you find all your arrows? Yeah, I found all my <laughs> arrows. I mean, some
1: of those broadheads are a little jacked up from the rocks I hit. And then just the funny thing is, like, you know, then I'm, like, spending two days, like, was that, did I hit it in the gut? Because I did see some blood, you know, just on its leg, you know, and I've just been searching for it. I'm, I don't want it to be, like, dying in a bush. Mm-hmm. But then I see it in rifle season. I see that. I mean, I knew that by the, it was a pretty distinct rack. I see it, you know. Yeah miss it twice with my rifle
0: <laughs> so he was I, think, I, th- I don't think it was me i think that thing was bulletproof
1: or something yeah. you know so i mean that that
0: had an invisible I, shield around I it. i was
1: furious i missed it with my rifle but hey you know what you earned that um <laughs> <laughs> maybe i need to calm down a little bit and you know a little more practice you know mm-hmm. but they were all doable shots just like uh just knucklehead stuff it's
0: funny though i mean it's the incidents like that that make us better hunters
1: like I was relieved when I saw it during rifle season. Mm-hmm. All right, he made it as alive. I didn't mortally wound it and just, you know, feed the the, the coyotes and the foxes. It, yeah. And then I missed it again. So like, uh, you know, good for you. <laughs> good for <laughs> you, buck. <laughs> but um I know we we're talking about um like I was telling you about like my, my first pig. Um okay. it was a pretty cool kind of archery related, but had nothing to do. Like this pig looked completely healthy. Just the monster south Took four of us to put her back in the truck. Like it was 140 po- 140 pounds at the butcher so i mean it was probably walking around like 250 or something that's like that. that's a big pig so we just you know my buddy tory buried the head at his house you know i'll dig it up you know and then we'll clean it off and stuff so months later he digs it up you gotta check this out that thing had a broad head behind its eye in its skull where the bone had grown around just a three-blade broad head
0: no way
1: yeah like i mean i got Bores on the wall with three-inch tusk, and that that thing is just a clean skull that sits on one of my counters, and everybody wants to see that. Send
0: me a picture of that. I'd love to see it.
1: Now the thing, now the broadhead's getting loose because it's been taken out so many times as people want to see it. But, I mean, it's grown. What kind of broadhead was it? I just know it was a three-blade fixed thing, you know. Really? Uh, Yeah. I mean, it was 10 years ago, but you could tell it was like, it was an old pig, too. Like, it was, so, I mean, it, you know, it was probably shot it you know 15 years ago or something Mm -hmm. like that but it was just
0: that's insane it was like
1: that thing was a cow like (laughs) just gnarly so monstrous yeah i'll send you a picture of that it's pretty cool it's like everybody gets a kick out of that Mm -hmm. like nothing on the wall represses people as much as that (laughs) you know just because i mean it's just i mean and you could not tell from the outside when we skinned it out there's no pus pockets nothing and it completely closed up and had been there that long living the dream you know yeah um I mean, this is seriously like right in the back of the eye. <laughs> just, wow. But the eyes were good, so just, <laughs> just a wrong angle, you know. That sucks. But cool at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. What's your uh, what's your hunting plans for this coming up year?
1: Um, you know, it just depends on what's open and stuff. But I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna still be doing the dog stuff. Obviously, that mm-hmm. doesn't stop. Uh, you know, right now, you know we. Usually, I mean, you can hunt all year long, but when it gets hot, the snakes come out. There's the foxtails. So we usually kind of take the summer off on the dogs, you know? I mean, it just depends. Sometimes I'll. Especially
0: up in Cloverdale, man. It gets so hot Uh, up there.
1: Sometimes I'll, like, every now and again, I'll get up, you know, I'll start, but, like, be done by nine. Like, I won't Mm -hmm. hunt them anymore, you know, just to get their exercise. But usually, you know, yeah, the summertime's a dead time. You know, I'll do A zone here in Sonoma County. Me and a buddy, uh, you know, have talks about going to Kovlo, um mm-hmm. and then uh for b zone um but maybe more for bear than deer um and i got another, a couple got of,
0: plenty of bears up there yeah
1: so might just do it after the you know deer season um and i got some other buddies that want me to go to d so just kind of gotta i haven't bought my tags yet so i kind of figure out what i want to do
0: but like i mean you know if you were willing to dedicate you could get an archery only tag and that's like a b and d yeah you're all not doing it <laughs> not doing it <laughs> yeah not, not ready for
1: that just yet not that kind of commitment yeah no i got um yeah you gotta gotta hit something consistently <laughs> first yeah i appreciate just, that just, just disappointment further I mean, away but from that, home i mean
0: that's a good way to raise the bar though yeah you know and then you just kind of pressure yourself into having to do it yeah no <laughs> you're all it's not happening. No, i got enough pressure <laughs>
1: uh, uh, but yeah like no i you are like
0: pressure myself enough. Yeah,
1: I just practice more than we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, do that. and You know, uh, we got a cool spot. We get to hunt up in Humboldt. And it's just, I mean, I don't even care if we kill anything. It's so pretty up there, yeah. you know. And so, you know, um, but the deer population is horrible up there. It's crazy for how big the place is. You don't see any deer. So I think they're one of those places where the cats and bears really hammer the bucks, you know. And uh, the deer population, because... It's a monster place. We'll put 75 miles on the side-by-side and see three bucks, you know. Oh, I mean, wow. Yeah, it's just not. Where there, when you, you see the train, like, you should be seeing deer all the time, mm-hmm. you know. And so it's just a uh, – but there's pigs there.
0: You would expect to be seeing deer all the time for sure. Yeah. Especially in 75 miles. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's a, that's a massive amount of road coverage.
1: Yeah, you know, and some of them are double backs and stuff like that. But still, it's a lot, you know. And it's, you know, so, yeah, just, I mean, it's probably going to be all – norcal stuff you know but that's where i'm from i like it here you know yeah, it's i mean beautiful. you know it's like a you know i thought about maybe doing um doing a little research and trying it an over to the counter zone or something in nevada but i just mm-hmm. haven't had the time to just put the effort into looking and stuff nevada like,
0: has a lot of good archery over the counter zones yeah i mean if you're willing to put in the work yeah i kind of just opportunity is there in a lot of them for sure yeah i just kind of like would like
1: try something completely out of my element, you Mm -hmm. know, that might be fun, you know, just do that, you know, so that's, I'm kicking that around a little bit, um, pardon me, wants to go to Hawaii and hunt again, you know, yeah, so
0: how was that?
1: It was fun, I mean, it was, I mean, they do the dog stuff a lot like we, like a lot of the NorCal guys do, it seems like, Mm -hmm. um, the terrain is rough and steep, you know, just like, it's just jungle as opposed to oaks, you know, um, it was fun. You know, I went for a guide service. Um, you know, I just figured we might get one pig, but both my buddy and I each got a pig. You know, there weren't anything, you know, they were sub 100-pound pigs, but I got to kill a pig in Hawaii, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that was, uh, it was a fun experience. I'm glad I did it. Um, I wanted to do an access hunt out there, you know, so I might try to do that eventually just to kind of see what happens with the travel plans and all that good stuff, you yeah. know.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, I have yet to hunt in Hawaii. I really want to hunt in Hawaii. But we were talking about this earlier. I also really would like a vacation. Yeah. If I go to Hawaii, I'm going to book a hunt. Yeah. And probably a diving trip and a fishing trip as well. Yeah. Because that's just what I love to do.
1: Yeah. Because you're there. You don't want to pass it up. and
0: If I'm already there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was actually supposed to be leaving for Hawaii. What's today? The 7th, the archery shoot was on the 15th, and it's not happening anymore. So I was supposed to leave on the 18th to Hawaii for 11 days. And uh, I'm not. Yeah. (laughs) Don't want
1: to get stuck on the island. I mean, it could be worse. It's 14 days quarantine. Yeah.
0: And then I think to come back is another 14 days quarantine so, my trip wouldn't even... I mean, I wouldn't even be out of quarantine. Yeah. Not worth it, you know? But we were talking about that earlier. How, yeah. For guys like us, you know, hunting is... Everybody is always like, how's your vacation? <laughs> yeah. You just had five days off. Yeah, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waking up earlier than normal. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Man. You know?
1: But we get to see cool stuff. I yeah. mean... Sleeping in, you don't get to see those views, you know? Yeah.
0: I sleep in enough right now. Yeah. I'm sleeping in. Like, except for today. Today I woke up really early. But right now, I mean, because I'm not an in essential a, in a, in a worker. But I, I guess I, I'm self-employed. Yeah. So do what you want. So I just kind of fuck off anyways. <laughs> yeah. Just taking full advantage of fucking per- off. Perfect, dude. Yeah. <laughs> God, thank God I don't drink because that would just be fucking terrible right now. I'd <laughs> be screaming at you. <laughs> just, be screaming at myself. Yeah,
1: just like, yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, because I could get away from you.
0: Right? Seriously, everything you get away from me? Yeah. be terrible. What's your dream hunt?
1: I mean, really, like... I mean, I, like... I know I can go out of state and do this pretty easy, but I really want a California elk. Like, I want a Tule elk. I want something from the same dirt that I'm from, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I really want that, you know? I mean, I mean that's like, a, really, it's at the top of the list. I mean, I can say something exotic, like I'd love to go to New Zealand and get a red stack. I think that'd be awesome. But it's, right, if I had the option, I'd. even though New Zealand is g- gorgeous and it'd be the fun of life, I might still want to get, mm-hmm. that'll like, that's like always there, even though it's halfway across the world, I could always probably do that. How, how are you gonna get that Thule tag, you know?
0: Well, not only that, but the Thule tag is every elk hunter, anybody who wants to get their, their slams, it's...
1: Yeah, I mean... You have to do it, you know, and it's... You can't not. Like, it was, like, um up there in Humboldt where we, you know, run the dogs and stuff. uh On the property, they have a... There's, like, three Roosevelt elks. And, like, you know, I've seen them, you know, in Catch Creek on the side of the road, and, you know, but I... And we knew they were on the ranch... And we were just kind of cruising around just it was like a nice evening we weren't even really hunting hard just just cruising and that thing just popped up just the big bull you know and it was just like a, seriously I'm no chance I could have shot it, you know, because, you know, no tags, and the landowner, even if we had tags, wouldn't let us do it, but mm-hmm. it was just so cool for me to see one in the wild. I never really, like, just in a wild environment. Like, I have seen one. Yeah, just just yeah. popped up like that, not well, expecting that, it.
0: That Mendo unit's so interesting, too, because it has tule oak and Roosevelt oak. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just, yeah, that's just, like, that is really a dream. Like, you know, a big horn would be cool and all that stuff, but, like, just a tule, just... An elk from here. You and know?
0: where's what is your dream elk unit? Like, is it? I just I was Cash Creek. Any, uh, any I, I, I
1: always put it for Grizzly Island. I'm all oh, okay. gonna get this thing. You, you yeah. know, I mean, Cash Creek would be fun, but like, being that it's gonna be, you know, uh, there's not a you know there's not a good chance I'd ever get the tag again. Like, I want.
0: My grandma drew it twice. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Before there was a point system.
1: Oh, just random.
0: Yeah. And my grandfather was a game warden, so <laughs> I don't know what that means, but <laughs> I mean, my grandma <laughs> threw it twice yeah. way back oh, in the day. look at that. You won good. Oh, Yay. how about that? America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Not cool. that the system's ever been rigged or anything. That's no, cool, though. Either way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's really like a dream. I mean, like, you know, I like to get hogs in other states and stuff like that, you know, but that totally elk would be pretty cool
0: Mm-hmm.
1: i mean i'm sure someday you know i'll book a do a hunt out of state for you know elk for sure you know one way or the other i want to do that but like just if i had a choice you know california would be pretty neat you know yeah considering we're under the gun on everything here you know get it <laughs>
0: while i can yeah <laughs> right right on man we'll shit dude i guess we'll sum it up right there yeah you know how can people look you up on social media if they want to find you
1: um geez i don't even know my instagram it's uh at ryan underscore d-u-n-c i believe yeah and yeah and you know just post pictures of more pictures of my dogs than anything else you and, know hey
0: dude nothing wrong with that uh, yeah, I'm like, your dude, dogs are always having fun at the car wash
1: yeah yeah i see that that's a that's a that's a show sometimes, but uh, <laughs> gotta get that thing clean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he doesn't like that. Um, Loves it. <laughs> no, he hates it. <laughs> got to put the child locks on. He rolls the windows down and stuff oh, like that. Oh, really? So, yeah. That's, it's get easy. all the soap inside. No, he tries. He wants to bite it. Like if I let him out, he'd tear it up. Yeah. <laughs> Hard animals. <laughs> Hard animals.
0: That's awesome, man right on cool man well good
1: deal yeah thanks for having me this is great thanks
0: thanks for coming down and talking and sharing some of your experience and you know
1: thanks for the vittles
0: hell yeah dude get after it this year yeah i'm gonna try i want to get a picture of you with a dead deer and a bear bow
1: (laughs) with my cruiser
0: yeah deal (laughs) deal cool thanks for tuning into the show folks If you'd like to check us out online, our website is www.theflipflopguide.co. You can find out all the information you need to have your own flip flop in your own backyard. We encourage this and we'd love to see this happening in every backyard across America. You can purchase our sauces that have been cranking out flip flops from my grandfather since the 1960s. If you had trouble filling your tags this year, we also have available on our website Maui Nui Access Deer Legs. They're 100% USDA approved and ready for your consumption. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram, at the theflipflopguy. We hope you have a great day. Thanks for tuning in, and don't forget to smash that subscribe button.